Welcome to the University of Michigan Dentistry Podcast Series, promoting oral health care worldwide. Before beginning the dissection of the nerve supply to the teeth and the maxillary sinus, you should refresh your anatomy on the skull. And recall that we've been working in the infratemporal fossa with the upper half of the ramus of the mandible having been removed and looking at the supply of the lower teeth as the inferior alveolar nerve passes through the mandibular foramen. And when we turn the skull over and look deep within, we can see the probe now in the mandibular area passing into the mandibular foramen and then down through the mandibular canal where the artery, vein, and nerve will supply the lower teeth. The lingula adjacent to it is that area where the sphenomandibular ligament attaches. The upper jaw is supplied by two and usually three nerves and these nerves come off of, in general, the infraorbital nerve, a division of the maxillary nerve. And when I put the probe through the infraorbital foramen, it is now in the infraorbital canal at the floor of the orbit. And while the infraorbital nerve is in this canal, it gives off two nerves, one that passes through bone for the supply of the anterior teeth, and another that is sometimes absent in one-third of the sides that have been studied that supply the premolar teeth area. The posterior three teeth of the upper dental arch are supplied by the posterior superior alveolar nerve. The Two that I've already spoken about are the anterior superior, the middle superior alveolar nerve, and now the posterior. These cannot be readily seen because they lie in bone. And in order to see these small nerve filaments, the bone needs to be chipped away in order to have a complete visualization. However, in this area, behind the posterior teeth, and above, so that it's now behind the zygomatic arch, you can see several small foramina deep within. These foramina, possibly better seen when I open the mandible and we look deeply within, these are posterior superior alveolar foramina. Some are so small that they hardly can be visualized. Others are just plain small in size. It is in this area that the posterior superior alveolar nerve, artery, and vein will pass in order to supply the posterior three teeth, that is the molar teeth, of the maxilla. Let's now look at a cadaver specimen. Okay. 
On this specimen, we have again removed the zygomatic arch, much of the upper portion of the mandible, and are looking deeply within, with the floor being the lateral pterygoid muscle. In this highly injected specimen, we can see the various branches of the maxillary system, one of which is passing downward to go into the mandible. This would be the inferior alveolar artery. And beneath it, we will find the inferior alveolar nerve, also going into the inferior uh, along with the inferior alveolar artery into the mandible. Forward and posterior now, this is that maxillary tuberosity that we were just looking at to see the small posterior foramen. And on this area, we can see a posterior superior alveolar nerve tightly bound down by the periosteum of the bone as well as branches of posterior superior alveolar arteries. These then are the structures that should be looked at for the nerve supply of both the maxilla and the mandible uh, in the dissection for today. Further on then you will follow the dissection guide instructions and delve into the area of the maxillary sinus as well. You've been listening to a presentation from the University of Michigan School of Dentistry, which is dedicated to supporting open learning and open educational resources. This recording is licensed under the Creative Commons. It may be reused and redistributed for nonprofit use. Please attribute materials to the University of Michigan School of Dentistry and redistribute under this same license. For more information on how this and other University of Michigan School of Dentistry recordings may be used, visit www.dent.umich.edu/license.